Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night, 8 o'clock. And uh, do you know where everybody is? They should be here for a little Behind the Bunker action. So if you guys are uh, seeing us lo load in, hit that like and or, uh, like and share button. Uh, we're going to be over here. We're just on Facebook tonight. Uh, we're not going to do YouTube. We just want to make sure that uh, we at least get the show up. So for you guys, we have, uh, oh, there you go. We have Matt the Crypt in the top right corner. How are you, sir? I'm back on uh, on train for another Monday night. Can't wait. <laughs> nice. So uh, excited. And you got your updo. Yeah, my COVID <laughs> cut. <laughs> I want to open up a hairstyling joint when this is all done and just call it COVID cuts. There you go. Cheap discount ha haircuts. And then we have Gavin Sharma. yourself, Matt? No, lady friend helped. No. Ah. Then we have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. That's right, folks. I am here, and I am not COVID cut yet, uh, but I'm getting damn close to pulling out uh, a Matt and Todd. Yeah. Might uh, I suggest the wrists if you're going to go for a COVID cut? I, I think that's going to happen next, or take a bath <laughs> at the toaster. Uh, but I'm glad you're all here, my friends, and uh, you know, make sure you hit that like and share button because it is our regular Monday show, and then I know there's some paintball happening around the world, and so we're all excited about that. So let's talk paintball Monday yeah. behind the bunker. Hit like and share or start a watch party because we're here, baby. Your uh, toaster comment rings in because last night I introduced my daughter to uh, Schitt's Creek, and we watched the first episode. Yeah, yeah. If you get a chance, watch that. Uh, then we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Uh, greetings and thanks for tuning in to uh, beautiful Behind the Bunker tonight. It is Monday night, like my friend Gavin said, and we are here with some stuff to talk about some paintball we have some um vault vault i think we have some lightning round we have a few things that are going to happen today so join in hang on and stick with us for the next hour then you can go watch netflix there you go uh you're short tonight joe i'm what <laughs> you look short <laughs> just the way i'm sitting yes slouch slouching josh zuby zabrikis is in next my slouch chair yeah <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you to everyone watching. Special thanks to those who like and share. I know we say it every week, but yes, it does make a difference. So please like and share to all your friends. Let them know uh, what you're doing tonight. Let them know that you're safe from giving yourself a COVID cut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you could give yourself a COVID cut whilst watching this. That would be completely satisfactory as well. We're watching yeah, you guys in the live really chat. Wow, there's a lot of you guys joining in tonight. Thank you for uh, for coming in. We just I'm loading it up right now so I can watch along with you guys. Uh, please hit that like and share button, guys. We have uh, some good paintball content tonight. And I know there's not a lot going on in paintball in the world, but we're trying to uh, make it feel like we're almost all back. Um, where we are, fields were taking a step forward, but now we are being told we have to take a step back and we're given another date. So we might be a little bit farther behind the state side for where we are but uh joe looking into your crystal ball what is your predictions um a couple more fields got permission to open today but then a couple more were asked not to open again and then the the premier has asked for the state of emergency to be extended till the end of the month however by instilling the state of emergency it this gives them additional powers to have have the military help out in nursing homes and and things like that so i i don't i don't know if it is it is critical i did have a meeting with um uh, some local people about day camps as well today so we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens there so um we're, we're and we're still pursuing uh 
the possibility of opening for equip for self-equipped players um, only for rec ball um, and airsoft self-equipped players as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll have one day paintball, one day airsoft. We're we're miles away or a ways away from having uh, speedball, but we will be able um, at some point um, in the future open for recreational uh, paintball. Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe, you sorry. We bro, know no. This we is know most no anyone's here. ever. Most anyone ever has talked to me. Sorry, go. <laughs> we know no one here cares about speedball. Sorry, no one who counts. <laughs> so, um, how about bringing back uh, Tuesday night mission paintball? You think you might be able to pull if, something if, like if that we, off if, first? If we if we get well, if we can open for Saturday for say Saturday walk on paintball and then Sunday airsoft, then. My, my my thinking is we will be able to open for Tuesday night mission um, paintball as well. Because if well, there's some paintball that I'm really missing, it's Tuesday night mission paintball. So Agreed. it'll it'll likely happen. Um, what it what it'll look like? You'll you'll have to pre-register and prepay in advance. You'll fill your waiver out. The fill station will be manned or operated by uh, a flag raider, a flag raider uh, staff member, and they will also. Um, have the goggle goggle spray so they'll spray your goggle if you get shot in the lens and they'll give you a piece of paper towel to wipe it off and you'll throw it in the garbage or you'll bring your own microfiber the dead zone um, you'll be spaced you know six feet apart and you're starting you're, you'll be starting in a line as well so it'll look like an NFL kickoff game and in the dead zone it'll look like an NFL kickoff game that's what it'll that's what it should look like and we'll, we'll do as much as we can um contact free as well we've been working on and formulating some plans but really we don't know until they tell us how many people we can have and no one seems to be able to give that answer um there won't be a whole lot of social media that were open as well because we want to sort of fly under the radar as well so it's going to be an interesting time for the next little while but if, if if we can open for saturday sunday then we can definitely open for mission tuesdays we just won't be able to go to the moose after i'm hoping uh things relax oh. a little bit over the next couple of weeks uh in terms of the emerging bubbles uh so you know Same if we here, can have yeah. more in, in, if we can have more than five people gather in the province of ontario um that would be very helpful for moving our case um forward and it gives a, it's a good indication that things are uh, moving along nicely in terms of uh, having a flat curve, right? So, yeah. and, for a, for all those and for a super selfish reasons, I want all my friends in the same room again. I hate doing the show like this. Um, yeah, I, it's I, not I, the same. No, I mean, I, 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 the repulsive smell of Zuby and Gavin's gazing eye draw or eye gazes from across the table. Do you know what I mean? Like, it'd just be nice to have all you guys in the same room, and we could do so much better of a show, but. Well, I mean, no, we can't. But you know what and I mean. Back going, that being said, that being said, uh, you are definitely not going to be on my first bubble. Yeah, if I can choose the people in my bubble, yeah, you're not. You're not the you top of my it. list, my friend. <laughs> this is like my. This is like my five. When you used to have a phone and you could have your five friends and call. Yeah, yeah. I went to the bubble factory today. I think V Mall might be part of my fam next family bubble. I miss his nachos down at the fiddle. They're not open, and they're not opening anytime soon. But that's what I miss the most about all uh, this COVID. Speaking my of nachos, a hairdresser. So somebody who could cut my hair <laughs> is in my bubble for sure. Yeah, Gavin, oh, I've boy. got clippers. My my, my before the show starts could be worse. My dad bought himself a home barber kit, 
and professed himself to be a barber because we were all boys. We were all young. It didn't matter, right? Like bowl cuts, whatever. It didn't matter. And he was terrible. I hated getting a haircut. At least when it grew out, people knew that it was grown out. So is that what you guys are trying to relive right now? <laughs> you yeah. <and> your brother? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt George, looks better than what my dad would have done. George Hayes <laughs> asked, when will the Canada border be open? They they just, someone's calling me from Serbia. Um, let me decline that. They just, um, they just announced they're closing it until the end of June. Isn't that right? Uh, June 21st yeah. um, is the border still. It's open right now for essential travel. Like um, people working on either side of the border can cross uh, George and also um, obviously shipment of goods back and forth yeah. um, um, as well. So I would um, love to know someone that drives to uh, the States and back, even if they're a trucker that could run an errand for me. Um, man, I miss something that, that they have in the States at Trader Joe's. What, I, you, what is it? Uh, the olive tom, tomponade? No, I would like, well, I miss that too, but I would like a dark chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. I would, uh, right now. I would give you Gavin for several bags of that. So <laughs> let I me know. <laughs> Todd, I have an extra bag of dark chocolate Reese's squares. I appreciate that, and I may take you up on that. But it, but in in, in all respect to Trader Joe's, those are well, flipping fantastic. <laughs> I have some. I have some dark chocolate almond ones. Yeah. No, I might. As I say, I, I might was take just you up on that. that Dairy Queen around the corner from our house open. Yeah. I mean, sorry to take a page from Gavin's book. Let's get on the track here. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Right all right. Well, here we go, ladies and right. gentlemen. Let's move on and uh, let's feature Gavin here for. Rick Chard's watching too. There we go, and we could talk about what we were what what uh, Rick Chard had mentioned as well. But let's let's get through mail time first. Gavin, you have some questions, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a slow, slow, slow uh, mail week. I know the postal service is on lockdown as well, uh, so there's a little bit in my sack. But I will rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that Ding. you, my friends, have sent in. There's a couple of questions my friend Todd sent me via the electronic way. Uh, and one is sideways, so I'll try to have to read it sideways. Uh, so the first question comes to us from <laughs> Flippy McPlickpusson. Um, it is from Chris Brandt, and he wants to know, uh, if you had to replace a piece of your gear with a cheap Walmart model, uh, which would it be? So a piece, like a hopper, mask, tank, whatever. Uh, if you had to grab something from the Walmart, what would you do? What, what I, I almost do? think that's easy. And and one one example, which is a cop out, is a microfiber, but because whatever. But gear, I re, I'd get myself a plain loader, because if I'm shooting pumps some of the time, the loader would be the cheapest thing to to get, wouldn't it? Like you could Probably. skimp on that, unless you're yes. playing speedball. Then I guess you'd have to do something else, but. Uh, I don't know. You'd probably get a JT mask of some sort there. That would be okay. But a hopper's probably your best bet. Um, we I play mag fed, so I don't I don't even think Walmart sells AR fifteen mags anymore. So I I would have <laughs> to furnish somehow manage to make them on my own. Twelve grams would be fine. Good point on the JT goggles stuff. though, because even a pair of JT goggles with closed cell foam, like the lowest of the low, cheapest of the cheap, is still more comfortable than some of the other goggles on the market. There's something about that JT 270 degrees lens that 60. 
Are you sure it's not 270? I'm pretty sure it's 260. It's called a Spectra. I think it's 280, actually. I'm not even being a smartass. No, I think you it's 270. It? Can someone look that up? JT Spectra Lens. JT Spectra Lens is 260 degrees. Come Don't on. say you looked that up. I, I, I'm i not saying you're wrong, but it's 270, I'm pretty sure. Maybe uh, I am it's saying. Odd, it's, yeah, it's an odd <laughs> number. They would never manufacture that. All right. Oh, oh John Maskin, 12 grams. John Maskin for the win. That'd be a good thing you could buy at Walmart for paintball. And Ryan McGee says it's 270. It's Greg Beck 270. says 274.5. Yeah, I don't know. It's 260. Josh, what are you buying from Walmart for your paintball uh, kit? Um, I don't even know what Walmart has for paintball. I think the pretty safe cockpit is the hopper, but may maybe an air tank if needed. Would they have HPA or just CO2? Probably CO2. I guess you could run most of our, most of the guns we could run on CO2. So yeah, I can run my TMC on CO2. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, people are talking about paintball in the chat, but Ponage is saying, don't you mean a box of rocks? Um, JT Spectra Pro Shield Thermal Paintball Mask comes with a 260 degrees. No! But I don't know. Check the source on that. Ryan McGee says, I had a Spectra. It was 270. No, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's 260. <laughs> it's 270. It's 260. It is 270. Okay, sorry, Josh. Did you actually find it? Yes. It's 260. I'm telling you guys, I know. I want a second source. You anti-dentite. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, Fake yeah, news. Yeah. I've All been right. using JT Elite lenses when they were 180 degrees. Then they JT... went to Spectres, which were 260. The Elite one, I think, is 180. Okay, so was, this this is 60 came right back to where it started. Then there's the there's the that's the fishbowl, the 360. You put it on. This your is head. Uh, this is from ANS Gear. So JT Spectra Pro Shield Thermal Paintball Mask 260, but with the Canadian Exchange might actually be. I was going to say because you're on a U.S. website, so that's probably why. Yeah, you guys are communists. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we move on, Gavin? Do you have any other questions there? I have one more question before I cinch up my sack, and it comes Ding. from our good friend uh, Ryan McGee. So his question, I want you guys to put your thinking caps on, and maybe the, our friends in the chat can respond as well. Why do you guys think that YouTube paintballers, e-celebs, um, as they're referred to by some in the community, like Wolf, Reaper, etc., and others, receive so much hate from the paintball community? And what do you guys think needs to happen to stop it? They receive hate because they're popular. More eyes just provide more, more people gonna hate. Yeah, hate is gonna hate. Matt wants to say. Like, <laughs> he just can't Taylor, say that without haircut. Taylor Swift, <laughs> haters gonna hate, 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 hate. hate. Just kidding. I'm the guy they, wearing a you hat. You know what? Matt, Wolf, so. Wolf and Reaper do an awful lot to promote the sport. Yeah. Um, online, smart. offline, in in where they where they play when they talk, and they're both very friendly and very personable people. Yeah. And they they won't they 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 neither one of them will will hesitate to, won't hesitate to stop in the middle of. Yeah. walking or, or going somewhere to take a picture with someone and, and, and i've seen it on many occasions you can't you can't get you know yeah. half these times you guys can't get on the stage area because people are taking their picture and, and talking to them and yeah. I, I you know even on a normal recreational day it's hard yeah. to get out so, yeah. so we've had conversation joe you and i have been in conversation with people like pev and Ga gavin and josh i think you guys and, and matt were even a part of this at peck extravaganza we were talking about oh, what yeah. our sport needs and um 
one of the things it needs is 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 not necessarily mascots, but leaders, people Her- to look up to. Heroes. Heroes, exactly. And right now, you can kind of argue that we do, but we don't. Um, I mean, the speedball world, you've got the Greenspans of the world, nice, pleasant fellow. You know, he takes pictures. He does all that stuff, like Joe was saying, with Wolf and Reaper. On the other end, you got Reaper and, and Wolf. And I know there's other guys, and we're just using those two guys as, as examples right now. But um, that's what we need. We need people like that so the younger generation can look up to them and and kind of, you know, and, and, and again, like, okay, let's say you don't like Wolf, let's say, or Reaper or one of, one of the two. For whatever reason, suck it up. They're there just, they're there helping the sport out, right? It's like, you know, I, I it's like an actor. We all have an actor like Owen. I can't believe I'm an actor. Wilson. If he's in something, I know someone who will not watch it and will be completely put out. Right. Friend. So don't. Yes. Don't. If you don't want to go to a game that has, you know, paintball celebrity that you're not a fan with, don't go, you know. But on the same token, do know that they're at least, you know, again, love it or hate it. They're working for paintball. So let them do it. Let him do it. I, I always look at it this way too. You can go to big games and you hear people complain about Wolf and, and Reaper and, and you know Todd and all these other people. Yeah. And it's like, to be honest with you though, when you're out on the field, whether Wolf or Reaper is there, it doesn't make a huge difference to the game. Yes, it brings out more people, which is great. But Wolf being on a paintball field is just a, another guy shooting a, a lane. Sometimes you have to shoot Wolf in the back so you can take the good bunker that he's in <laughs> to get a better shot at Reaper. But, you know, that's that's paintball, right? Things that but happen I, at Super it, Game like, stay I, at Super Game. I can't yeah. say I've ever been to a big game and it's like, oh, if only Slim wasn't there, uh, we would have won. Or, yeah. you know, we wouldn't have lost or, you know, whatever. So yeah. it brings people um, out. I think people put too much yeah. into those people being there. Joe's got a Joe's got a point here but uh Greg Beck say, uh, says Nick Sloyak is also a good ambassador. I didn't want to let that one yeah. slide to the chat. Yeah, I was going to mention yes, that Nick too. Is okay, sorry I didn't I didn't know. Uh, now Zuby for someone that's not really a fan of speedball and you just chose the shooting a lane uh sort of a lingo. Is there not something else that you could um you know, could you not say your field of fire or or, okay, if I'm uh, if I'm shooting at my favorite satellite dish and Wolf happens to walk <laughs> in the way, then it's a yeah. You know what? But in, in all fairness, fire, lane is friend. a. But everyone knows what a lane is. It makes sense. It's like camouflage is a recreational, you know, terminology. But people know what camouflage is, and I guess it might be a more of a speedball thing. But yeah, lane is kind of. What about frozen ropes? <laughs> Do you say frozen ropes when you're putting full auto? <laughs> My gun shoots lasers. No, yeah. no, I, I scream at the top of my lungs in a full falsetto voice. I'm going to pepper that tree. Yeah, um, Derek Dykstra or Draska, rather, sorry, he says 270 Spectra. Final answer. He said 260. Yeah. What are you reading? <laughs> Get your glasses on. Yeah, fake or fake or not, put them on. Um. All right. Do you have any other questions, Gavin, or do you want to move on? Negative. So we are all wrapped up uh, for this evening in this week's segment of Mail Time. Um, so we are now back. We're live. We're doing these segments every Monday night. Uh, if you have any questions you'd like us to address on the show, send it to show at BehindTheBunker.com, and we'll address it on... Come on, gentlemen. you got to help me out on this Mail one. Time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. <laughs> Thanks. 
Um, one other piece of correspondence that came in today, and there's not really any good video for me to show, and I kind of wouldn't show it anyways. Um, and I'm not going to give the person's name, but the, the email itself came in from Richie uh, Rampage Santos, and he says, uh, I'm really pissed off. Uh, and the paintball community needs to know. I wanted to tell you about a horrible story that happened this Saturday at a scenario game at our local parks in Orlando called Battlefield. Uh, apparently some guys thought it would be fun to use pepper balls uh, on newbies and kids uh, like over 200 people were affected. First of all, uh, what, what are 200 people doing in one place during a pandemic? Well, it's Florida, so it's it's, Florida. it's, it's, it's different pandemic rules, right? Um, so basically he says, uh, uh, we need to ruin this jerk's name and his team name. He says, uh, they, they, these people needed medical help. IVs needed horrible, bad, like a horror movie. Uh, police came and blah, blah, blah. So basically some numb nuts took pepper balls and put them in their hopper and were shooting at people. And, well, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to give all the details, but if you guys see or hear any of that stuff, God, like how stupid can people be? So one, this is definitely not an independent rogue wolf, right? Somebody like who's taken it upon themselves. Somebody had to have known something before it happened. If you are party or privy to that information, you know, do the right thing and just either take the marker away, contact the authorities or the field owner. Nobody needs to be hurt on the playing field, uh, especially with malice, right? I mean, there's no way you're mistaking that for anything else. The intention there was to harm people and we don't need any of these jackasses in our sport. Uh, so whether, it is pepper balls or any other form of uh, cheating that could actually potentially hurt somebody. You know what? We need these people out of the sport completely. Uh, yep. It ruins it for everybody. Yep. Uh, we want to be able to, you know, paintball strong, grow paintball. We want to introduce kids, uh, families to it. And if you have somebody who is unstable and, and seriously wants to injure somebody on a playing field, this is not the sport for them. Yep. Um, there's a list of resources you can call uh, to get them treatment and help. Uh, but intentionally hurting somebody on a sports field is ridiculous. And if you're privy to that, you're not a friend. You're not a friend if you're shutting your mouth. Uh, call everybody out. Make sure yeah. that people are safe playing this sport. And and two other points Especially, I want to add to the story. Sorry, sorry uh, I'll let you in a sec. The, uh, the girl that got injured was there on her birthday. Uh, so, I mean, he uh, couldn't have been a worse player. And then Steve in the live chat brings up a point that I forgot to mention as well. It was a local team. It was an established and local team that one of their members did it. So, as did Gavin's point, come on, guys. Like, if I knew, like, if we were all out as a panel and I saw Gavin or he even mentioned that to me, that he, that he had an intention on doing that, I'd lose my marbles. There, you know what, it, it, it also comes down to some of the distributors began distributing less than lethal at the beginning of the pandemic for home defense. And I, I don't know if, if, you, if, you can, if you can mix the two, you know, there's no, and there's no vetting as well of who gets what and how they're going to be used. And less than lethal is really, it's a, it's a form of home defense. And it's something that shouldn't yeah. be sold by the same distributors that sell traditional paintball, because again, there's no vetting. There's no, no, no idea how it's going to be used, when it's going to be used, how it's yeah. going to be used. So there's certain considerations have to be done and, and, you know, we, we know who's selling it, but like you really, it's not, it, I don't know. I don't think you can mix. Yeah. I don't think you can mix the two. But at the end of the day, it's not the manufacturer's mistake 
it came down to someone making a conscious decision that I'm going to be a douchebag. No, exactly. And this is what yeah, I'm so going to do. an absolute choice. You can't accidentally load pepper balls into your magazine uh, and just think this, you know, it was, it was field paint. So either, yeah. either you're coming there thinking, okay, I'm going to screw this field and use my own paint, and I have no idea what this is. Yeah. Uh, but if it's a team on team, clearly they have some experience with paintball. These are not brand new people. So this is absolutely uh, an assault. Uh, and let's just call it what it is. This is a criminal act, and it yeah. needs to be handled accordingly as a criminal act. And if you are privy to that, um, you know what? You need to separate yourself from that team, come clean, help the authorities to put this person uh, yeah. to have the full extent of justice, because this is absolutely ridiculous to yeah. um, to be part of an assault that takes place in the field. But as Matt likes to do, he likes to use those pepper balls and shoot his eggs, because one shot and you're south of the border, he says. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just um, just for clarification too, not clarification, but uh, just a little side note, uh, you can put this in your lightning round. Pepper Balls was actually my nickname in college. <laughs> I, you know what? On, on another note, I, I ha- I've had an opportunity to shoot some of the inert pepper balls and they're filled with baby powder. And those things are rock hard. Um, they're not they're not soft by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. They're very hard. They're designed to be shot out of a, a similar um, launcher, we'll call it, to a, as a paintball gun. But they shoot it at very high velocities, and the and the and the, sh- and the shells are are very very hard. So yeah. you, you cannot even think about even shooting those at at an individual or or, or something alive. And, yeah, and yeah. dear God, like it's not like this is the season that's dragging on forever, and you're frustrated with another team. We've just opened up in most states. Like uh, in, in provinces, like this sport has just begun to start for the 2020 season. What the hell are you thinking, right? Like I just, I, I can't wrap my head around it. Um, I'm upset just by hearing the news. I can't imagine what the people were who were participating in the field order, the refs and staff like that. Yeah. Uh, so kudos to you guys for managing this. And you know what? Don't be a jackass. And if you are on a team or know somebody who's a jackass, stop it before it even happens, right? Just and t- kudos just to it. you, Gavin for saying the words um dear god because now i just wrote it down i'm gonna go see if i can uh, find ecstasy and see if they're online peter Pumpkinhead and dear god remember those old songs from the 90s another what rabbit hole wrong with you <laughs> another rabbit hole i want to go down hey get josh do you have anything more to say to that i know i interrupted you before did we talk about your point or I was just going to say, especially if it's an established player and somebody who obviously knew what they're doing, it's it's, it's egregious and it's gross. But just ah, Jackie Child's word, it's egregious, preposterous. <laughs> Good for you. Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> who told you to put on the bomb? Hey, so we're working on having some maybe some lightning round next week. I took an opportunity today to prepare a couple lightning rounds myself. And I, I, I only got into it about five or six questions. Cause as Gavin said before the show, when I was kind of riding them, it is hard Get, getting lightning round questions together is super hard. Plus you need a whole bunch of them because of uh, it. Well, we go through them so quickly uh, for those of you guys that don't know what lightning round is. What we like to do is take a batch of questions and ask the panelists super fast and without any ums, ahs or hesitation, they have to quickly answer the question if they don't answer it within a quick moment whether it's right or wrong they're 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 out um i went and i found i have stack of sheets from our old lightning rounds uh ones that we've been through before and uh, i picked uh one two three four five six seven of them and uh what i did was i put them into google translate 
translated them from English to Hindi and then back to English again. So I'd like to ask oh, you guys God. these real quick. You might recognize the questions. That's why I chose obvious ones. But going through Google Translate, it may have skewed one or two of the words. So are you guys up for a quick lightning round? Sure. <laughs> why not? If it's in Hindi. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to go by my screen. I have uh, Matt will be first. Go out, yes. And then Gavin, Joe, and Josh. That's a spirit, Matt. Um, or should we just answer? The, see who's the first person to get the question right? Because you may no, not even no, understand just, them. No, just go around, Jackass. All right. Let's go. All right. Uh, Matt, name the city was played on NPPL, the beach? Huntington Beach. Good for you. That wasn't Hindi translation. <laughs> that was. It was too. Well, okay. I translated to Hindi and then back. Clearly wasn't Hindi. Yeah, bugger. Okay. I don't know how to speak Hindi, you jerk asses. What am I supposed to do? All right. Uh, Garvin Sharma. Who sees through spike bunkers? Arabs. I have no idea. That's right. Sorry. Matt got it. Arabs. What was it? Uh, oh. So who sees through spike bunkers? The question was... We also would have expected, um, <laughs> accepted Iron Man. Yeah. So the question was, when I put it into Google Translate, was who makes see-through bunker, speedball bunkers? All oh. right. Joe. Okay. When the hosts of this show take away a place they have eaten... Behind the bunker. <laughs> Gus, Gus's fried chicken. There you go. Gavin gets it. Go. See, it's so uh, much easier when you're not the one in the hot seat. So basically, I put in when the hosts of the show are away, name a place that they have eaten. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Josh. Um, name a spice that used video for the show. Pod? RCA? Colonel Mustard. That's right. Gavin gets it again. Ah. Uh, so the I'm question so was Hindi, but it's not my question. <laughs> the question was name a condiment that was used to make that used to do videos for the show. Oh. Yeah. It's I, funny how in <laughs> Hindi condiment is just spice. That's right. I only that have makes sense. I only have three quick quick ones and we'll move on. Um for all of you guys, name the incident that takes place once a year in Thailand. Pals. Pals. That's right. Name the event that runs in Thailand once a year, which is Pals. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you'll get this, the answer to this, but we asked it all the time. Uh, which mother is raised the most? The question was, whose mom gets picked on the most? Greg Hastings. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. Uh, Joe, since you got that one, you get this one. Sponsor any shows? Empire. Era. Land Eclipse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. It was a lot harder than I thought, Gavin. You are right. Get, coming up with questions. and. But my... I do like <laughs> almost recycle previous lightning rounds with a different language translation. <laughs> I don't like You're like the jerk uh, ass that accused me of not translating it to Hindi. Well, I don't know why you're looking at me like a Hindi expert. You're racist. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right, well, guys, we're going to watch your live comments in the chat. We're going to talk to you guys about um, our subject tonight. And before we do that, I do want to mention a couple things. First of all, um, if you guys get an opportunity, I'll see if I can put it up.
your comments live in the chat. So if you have anything, put it up there. And uh, we have, oh, I think, about 17 sheets, as I said before the show, of comments that you guys have uh, sent in uh, on Instagram and on our social media. So I'm going to read a couple of them just to get. Uh, Dwayne King and John Mask can both say there's no sound. Yeah, I forgot to do screen. that. Gosh, damn it. All right, so the bottom line is, guys, that event is happening at Three Rivers Paintball, so go check that out. And um, our topic tonight is, what is one rookie mistake that you guys would like to correct for players? Uh, Robert Hansen starts it off. If you guys, if you're not going to get into the sport, oh, if you're going to get into the sport, uh, buy a mask first. Rent a gun a few times and see if you like it, and then purchase a marker. You don't need to buy $1,000 with a marker. Um, you guys are welcome to interject at any point if you guys uh, have any comments about that. that. That's true. The first thing someone should buy if you're considering getting into the sport is, you know, a mask, you know, maybe a swab or a squeegee, a microfiber, even gloves and a shema. See if you dig it, then start from there and, <laughs> and, and add on. And how can you not like paintball, really? You're running and you're hiding and you're creeping around, you're out with your friends. Um, how can you know someone not go play paintball and not enjoy it so yeah it yeah and i agree with the gun thing because you don't know if you want to play mag fed or if that's too much of a of a challenge for you and instead you want to do uh you know you want to get yourself a space gun or you want to do whatever but try it a couple times before you get an opportunity it's like if you're you know if you go to a, if you want to buy a handgun or a real gun Go to a range and try to ask guys to shoot different ones. So you get, I mean, there's a huge difference between between guns, especially with even paintball markers. When you guys say there's a huge difference between just about every gun on the market. Yeah, I would say so. Each one of them shoots a little bit different. It has a different, slightly different trajectory, how you hold it. It's like Gavin's Absolutely. TMC shoots awesome. And then you've got Josh's Evil Omen. It's got a whole other shot when it finally gets out. That doesn't shoot at all. <laughs> George Hayes says, I tell newbies to stop using Windex to clean their lenses. I've uh, had yeah. to do that yes. several times. Yes. Yeah. That's a very common, it's, you know, it seems to be, it's a, it's a common thing amongst a lot of players. They'll bring Rain-X or Windex out and they'll be cleaning their lenses in baking sun with Windex. So it's not a. It eats at the Lexan, ruins yeah. the integrity of it. But yeah. people know, hey, you got a streak free uh, shine, but now I've lost my eye. But honor, logically, right? it makes sense because you use Windex around the house to clean your windows. Why not your goggle, right? It's like all those guys that used to bring can of pledge when they were playing with their KP3 Sheridan rifles. You know, they don't know. Uh, clean the ass, that's true. Paul Tanner says if you can't see the person, you can't shoot them. Uh, painting a bunker doesn't eliminate them. Don't be afraid of getting hit. Even the best players get eliminated. Um, Julian Harry Christie says, uh, that's a hell of a name. Also a big one. Don't buy your gun or mask from a major retailer. Go to a pro shop. Makes a hell of a lot of sense. So going back to that point too, um, it's one thing to purchase online and sort of look at it and read reviews, but every mask fits differently. Every style fits differently and it may not fit your face. Uh, so it's always a good idea to talk to knowledgeable people in a brick and mortar uh, pro shop, uh, try things on and, and have an idea of what's going to be a comfortable fit for you. And uh, you may, if you're especially getting into the sport, you may not know what you're looking for other than the cool factor. Uh, so people can actually give you an educated opinion um, to provide you some information so you can make an informed choice. So that is uh, 
brick and mortar stores, talking to salespeople, yep. uh, and helping support the little guy is very, very important uh, yep. for also growing our sport. Most products you guys buy, kind of like that or any sporting thing, you're going to want to ask questions as soon as you get it anyways. You might as well buy it from someone who's going to take the time to answer that. Um, can, I, can I also put an asterisk next to that there, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Don't go into a store, waste the sales guys the time for all their information and expertise and then go buy it on Amazon or online. If you're going to use the person's resources and knowledge, uh, at least support the person you're receiving information yeah. from. Yeah. Um, Tim Miller in the live chat also has a good comment. He says, if you're going to buy paintball gear, especially for those hotter days, make sure you buy an S key or a chili bin. Um, I have a question. Where Richie, or Richie else something Ram, will fall off. <laughs> Rampage Richie Santos, where are you? What um, what city, state, whereabouts are you? You don't have to give me your address. He was in Orlando at a game on the weekend. I so. know, but where, like, where, like, where do you reside? Yeah, you don't need to give me your zip code. Just the city and, and state would be fine. Here's a comment from Brian in the live chat or in, in on uh, on Facebook. He says. Find the player wearing old school gear. Stick with him. Chances are they've been playing long enough that they will enjoy teaming up uh, with even the greenest of rentals and give them tips. And tell them lots of stories. Uh, That's very, that is so true. A lot of these guys that have been in the sport and, but you know, we, you know, the paintball is turning 40 years next, next year. So we're into our, uh, often our, our second or our third generation of of players like you've got people that played at their first games in the early 80s and then people that you know they at, at that point they were 18 or 20 or 40 and then they had kids and then their kids came out and their kids now we're seeing third third generations of of players playing paintball so yep. you know the sport the sport is moving moving along and you know you can find these old players and they they're they're still out because they enjoy the game because who does not like playing paintball yeah i think you uh, for me you hit the nail on the head for me uh, uh joe uh life happens right so people move off to other things because different priorities uh but the passion the love of the game still exists uh, and so they're looking forward to opportunities to come out. So they bring their children out and now they're bringing grandchildren out too. Uh, it's really an exceptional game that speaks to, it transcends all barriers, right? Including age uh, and ability. So um, what other sport can you actually actively participate with your child uh, your not, not and, or in your grandchild all at the same time, shoulder to shoulder, right? Yeah. So many of the sports that, uh, that we, we see, you're, you're watching either somebody play, uh, but you can't compete side to side or as a team. But when you're talking multi-generations on the same playing field, on the same team, competing for the same objective, uh, that's really, really special. So yeah. it's something that, you know, is unique to our sport. Yeah. Hey, uh, Brian, also in that comment that he was talking about, he said, grow the sport, not your body count. If you guys get an opportunity to be an ambassador, you should be doing that on the field. Absolutely. Um, but then as Joe alluded to, there's kind of two ambassadors. There's ambassadors who will quietly help you. Then there are people who you kind of wish you may not have signed up to stick around with because some of the war stories will get pretty thick. But, uh, True. yeah. Uh, John Corrado says, head up on a swivel. Getting bunker vision is understandable when you're getting uh, hammered by incoming paint. So basically saying, you know, don't just watch what's downfield from you. Look around you as well. Uh, top fan Mike Holstrom says, don't spend all of your budget on a marker. Buy a good mask first uh, and then 
even if you have to do some renting, he says, P.S. Do not buy an expensive hopper if you play with Gavin. John <laughs> Metcalf knows. says, do not wipe. Yeah, that won't get you far in this sport. Uh, Philippe says, uh, mask down at all times. That's definitely a given. Um, Ryan, uh, playing tip, he says, don't come directly over top of the bunker. Uh, pop out the sides and uh, other edges as well. And uh, Billy Keats, he says, here's one. I don't see on here. Uh, so basically he says, uh, leave the paintballs on the ground. Don't pick up the, the used paintballs because uh, they'll, they'll jam your hopper. Uh, what do you guys think? Any other any other newbie tips you'd like to give out? I usually like to help people learn how to hold a marker. Uh, a lot of people get the custom 98 because when I think rookie, I think somebody who's just starting out playing or playing for the first time. I always like to remind them that, you know, the tank doesn't go under your arm. Tuck the tank in your shoulder so it's up front. Um, just gives them a better shot. And I like to think they have a little bit more fun if they can actually hit something. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm on a team with a bunch of new players, I ask them what they would like to do. If they solicit advice, that's fantastic. I will certainly uh, offer my insight to a field or how to play it. Uh, but again, I recognize that I remember how incredible it was when I was learning the ropes myself, yeah. right? Figuring things out um, and not having sort of the recreational general who's barking orders and telling you what to do, right? That's um, right. It's a wonderful experience and let them choose the adventure, choose whatever experience they want, right? So if they want to strategize with you, that's great. Uh, have them come up with ideas and, and, and bounce it off of you. Yeah. Uh, and if it's going to fail miserably, great. But, you know, you sort of fail forward, you learn from that, right? But it's their plan. It's their day. Let them choose how they want to play. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about James Lindsay's comment? He says, uh, newbies believing that uh, all they're going to need is a bag of 500 paintballs. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, that's all you need. I, I love the, the look and shock in somebody's face when, he, when they're out of 500. They go, where did I go? And I said, you did this 500 times. Yeah. And they go, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Tiffin says, mass down. We all, we, we all get foggy, so keep it down. Gavin's paint, favorite paint, satellite paint dish building. A, paintball is a team sport, and communication is key. And that's one of the number one things is communicate. Yeah. And, you know, tell your tell your teammates where, where your opponents are. So... Yeah, and as uh, Tim Miller says, if you're going to talk, talk dirty to them. At least that way they'll keep their attention So, or get their attention. So very good. Nice to see Tim. Nice to see Effie in the live chat as well. If you guys uh, are able to tune in on Saturday night, we do a live show on Saturday night, at least for another week or two until and, until we uh, uh, until our fields get open again here. But uh, it's your show. You guys can come in. We leave an open Zoom link. You can join us and uh, stay for as long as you can. And uh, we've had really good success. The first week, maybe not so much. Uh, we had some incidents, but the last couple of weeks have been very good. Uh, lots of Australians been watching. Um, Turkish people. Some Germans. Turkish delights. Some, some people from Gallipoli. <laughs> Gallipoli. Gallipoli is in Turkey, isn't it? I... The Australians yes. in yes. Gallipoli. <laughs> And um, Richie Rampos, Richie uh, Rampage, Richie Santos is on Merritt Island, uh, Florida. So he's close to Cape Canaveral and Cocoa Beach. Nice. So that's that's where he is. So it's kind of sad that now isn't all the space program moving or did like isn't um, um, 
SpaceX, aren't they in Texas? Is that right? Or are they in Florida as well? I thought they had moved they, they SpaceX, the, the latest launch was from Cape Canaveral, and they launched from Cape Canaveral because of the trajectory and the, the angle that it, it sits on and it, to allow for blasting off. I read that. But I SpaceX would know that if he paid attention when we were at the Smithsonian in <laughs> Dulles. Actually, oh, yeah. I talked about that on Oatmeal Commentary maybe yesterday or Saturday. But I thought SpaceX owned their own spaceport in Texas, and they've launched rockets and certainly done testing from there. Is, is that I think not that's the case? what they're doing, the, the launching and landing, isn't it? Matt, you want to help me out here, bud? Yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> All right. All right, moving it's, on. Uh, moving on. Um... It's, it's, yeah, here it's we go. Given, given the signs and the eye rolls, <laughs> like, no buttons to push here. Right? Here's the so, thing. It's, I, I've i skipped over things that we had for tonight. I have action shots loaded up. I have a bunch of other stuff, custom corner. But without Matt <laughs> in the studio doing all of this, I can't. It's hard to keep it all together. I'm not going to lie. It's a hard, it's a hard, hard thing here. Matt does a great job, and unfortunately, I am not doing it any any service here. But hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we'll, I don't know, maybe weeks? Or you think it'll be a month before we see you guys in the studio? Probably a month, Todd. Probably at the end of January, or at the at the end of June, early July, maybe. You, you know, shut your mouth we should say January. I, you shut your yeah, dirty no mouth. No kidding. No kidding. Um, all right, price is right, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the first item up for bid, and I'm tired of giving you guys some used items. So instead, let's give you guys uh, something brand new. What about a BTSA-17 <laughs> with holster? <laughs> What's that face, Gavin? Do you have things caught in? Do you have broccoli in your teeth? <laughs> oh, it must be a prostate problem or something. <laughs> SA-17 with holster. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the guys are watching your live comments. Uh, if you guys think you know how much it is, post up in the live chat. And Would you, uh, rather, would you rather have an SA-17 or a USP? 17. A, a, a PCS US, USP. So what would you rather have? SA-17, as far as I'm concerned, worked. The, the USP, as you're talking about, was a piranha kind of thing, and it it was Didn't. finicky at the best of times, but the SA-17, although gaudy and horrible, didn't it work? It did. It did work. I recall it worked reasonably well. It was it was pretty short-lived. And you know what? I, I bet if they brought something like that out again, it would sell because it's so compact. What well, are you they, doing, Joe? They I have all the tools. <laughs> Look at Gavin's face. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's but in John Joe's Hoskins defense, says, but in Joe's defense, didn't Gavin? Didn't you buy? Uh, Armatech. Zeus. Okay, one of the Zeus. first pistols. One of the first <laughs> pistols and, Okay. And, and I appreciate it. I bought it from you guys. Yes. Yeah, so and then we did <laughs> You know, it was a piece of shit and you still sold it to <laughs> no, me. No, we didn't. We, you know what? We, we, we had. At the time we had we an had, inkling. We had, remember those Armatechs and things that we bought? Uh, and you brought them in and they would never work and people would buy them. What a nightmare. I don't Yeah, we had a handful of those guns and guys would come back the day after they bought it and say, Yeah, I aired it up and the thing just blew apart. So you'd steal parts out of brand new guns to try and it didn't help, but at least they were happy they got brand new parts and you went and tried to get warranty for them from the company and 
they didn't answer their phones. Was, they I, didn't. Was, I remember going into the store one night and Matt Roberts was there teching markers and he was literally making parts. <laughs> <laughs> to put in there. Yeah. The Zeus pistols and the Armotech pistols and uh, it was a great oh, paperweight. Yeah. So a... I enjoyed that for keeping down all my my papers, my receipts. Yeah. I, I remember a guy buying a, a drop forward and wanting me to install it right away and I said, Yeah, it's gonna take about a half an hour, but I can I can put it on for you. And guys, it's it's four screws, right? And uh, so we would take it out back and you'd you'd kinda sit there and you'd watch them on the monitor. And you grab a hammer and you'd slam it on the vice a couple of times. And there was times where Joe would go out with a full face mask and an acetylene torch lit. And he would go out and go, almost done. We're just waiting for it to set. And then we'll, we'll be right with you. Or, or, or Joe <laughs> on the back with like a CO2 tank and an Allen key go ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yep, still working on it. Those were the days. Finishing his ice cream as he goes. <laughs> I remember I remember back in the day when we were at the original field and flex honing barrels was a thing. So we had this flex hone and you would you would fire up you'd have to put flex hone oil on it and you'd put it in a barrel and you'd have to take the thing apart and you'd, you'd do that. But we'd fire up the <laughs> chainsaw and you'd be coming out with masks on and guys would be wrenching and four people would run into the back to to, to do this operation it was pretty crazy but that was back in the day hey flex only bill scribner says what about the acon overlord yeah any of those things those are all <laughs> they're all the of, same all made all in the same, same yeah. fact putting a different name on a trash can doesn't make the change the fact that it's a trash can yes it was awful and any of those how how paintball managed to be still be here after after 10 years worth of that crap being injected into an industry of people spending their hard-earned money on it and the wholesalers not knowing any better stores not knowing any better but only trying yeah you know but but in the day you had you know you had pmi really and you had tipman this almost predates tipman and then you had some sheridan guns like yep and that's kind of it and ah, god how we got to here so after five minutes, uh, Gavin, what's it did? Thank you, producer Matt. So for this wonderful piece of paintball history and an exceptional marker, I'm going to say $25 club. Okay, but did I tell you it is brand new and you get a holster? Just I want to clarify that. Stop. Okay, sorry. Stop throwing sorry. stuff in there. Uh, $26 then, Bob. Come on. All right, Joe, you're up next. 80 bucks. 80 bucks. Josh? I'd say 100 hundred dollars uh what did gavin bid 26 dollars he did all right this sold for 54 dollars and 26 cents he won he won well he is and the I, reigning champion from last yeah, week thank isn't you he? for uh thank I you for telling, me, telling me uh, about the host uh the holster so that extra dollar uh, put me over the edge and i won <laughs> i used thank to be good at this game never i've always won what about this, ladies and gentlemen? Not oh, one. Oh my Not two. Wonderful. But Matt found thrice. Those lightning are, ASAs. Those are, C, those are CP on Oh, us only two, two are lightning. Sorry. Upon closer inspection, yeah. So two flame drops. Those, and those one are regular. flame, not lightning. Um, flame are, they, yes. are they CP? Yes. I can see the little jewel, I think. But only yeah. the bottom yeah. one is an on off, the middle one is just a. Uh, the top one looks like it's an on-off as well, Josh. Oh, yeah, that's an on-off, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the other one's a CP, though. 
The middle one's the a mid- CP. The middle one's a CP. Middle is definitely CP. Uh, the bottom could be a cap. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, there was a bunch of knockoff ones that had that. that yeah. bottom don't one don't don't talk too much about this. Matt's gonna get mad because we've already <laughs> used our we've used our allotted time. Oh, but to we talk were, about. we're trying to come up with our bid, so this is actually on on point. You know what? You guys are you guys are pushing the rules of lightning round here. We need to it, pa- faster bids here, Gavin. What are you thinking? Because this, this is, is lightning, lightning round. round. <laughs> I know, but you're dragging it out while you're researching. <laughs> All right, so let's just say. $75, Bob. Bill Shribner said $125. John Maskin, $1. George Hay, $19. There's what about Chica different. Estrada? My new favorite Erica, name. Chica is $60. Very good. What is Joe? What do, what do I say? I don't know. $75. You can't. Gavin just said $75. Oh, did he? Oh. I'm going to go with $60. Josh. $17. $17. Good, because you guys were all about to overbid. This sold for, well, you did, $10.50, but I'm going to let wow. that pass. Good buy. No kidding. No I kidding. I need to get on eBay more. Damn. This one here, I think, will make Josh very excited. And if you can't tell what it is, it's a Firestorm crank. That little extra little piece up top is someone's poor Photoshopping. They couldn't get that background off. So that's just someone's stucco wall, but it's a it's a essentially a used super rare Tipman Model ninety eight trigger crank. I am cool. not excited about this because I own one. <laughs> that's something All right. I don't have. Is the firestorm? Well, yeah. this could be yours for one great price, Gavin. What do you think the price is? I don't know if that was a slip. With one great, pr- I'm gonna say $100, Bob. <laughs> Joe, what are you thinking? Um, twenty-five. George Hayes says forty-eight bucks, and Tracy, Tracy Santos Santa says fifty. Fifty. All right. Richie says seventy-eight. All Devin right. Schwartz says seventy-eight. Interesting. All right, Josh, what are you thinking? I, I like what George Hay and Tracy said, but I'm gonna go with George's forty-eight because George has been a top fan for longer. That's true. That's true. All right. And Joe, you bid. Sorry, I... I did. I okay. don't know what I said. This I said sold something. for $94.95. Oh, Just overbid. It pains me that someone actually bought it, to be perfectly honest with you. Really? I think it's brilliant. Why? They were hilarious. I, I guess. If you're building a prop, it would be a... I think it would be a really good addition to that. Um... Let's go through this one quick because it's kind of a throwaway. Shock Tech Paintball Headband in double asterisks and capital letters, rare vintage. Uh, who won the last one? Nobody. So Gavin. I did. I did. Oh, you did? Okay, so Zuby, you go next. Gavin, you damn cheater. <laughs> Zuby, what are you thinking? Uh, 24 bucks. Okay, Gavin. Uh, $20 even, Bob. Okay, Joe. 27 Joe takes it. This sold for $129. Wow. When Why? you put super rare, I think it just brings out stupid. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't understand that. I don't know how that sold. Um, this if is... that's the case, I'm about to sell everything in my house that's super rare. <laughs> which is just everything. Super rare oh, pocket lint. <laughs> my. Okay, now, so before before wow. you guys get too into this, 
This is an NSG Splatmaster Rapide 40 round paintball magazine. Yeah, not yeah, the yeah. gun. Not the gun. So this oh, is a 3D printed 40 round paintball magazine for oh. Oh. the National Survival Game Splatmaster Rapide. Yeah. Um, the condition is new, 3D printed with a PLA filament. Has brass insert for threads. There you go. Yeah, when I saw that picture, I, I got pretty excited. Although it I is still it. pretty awesome. I love how when they built this, they're like, we're going to put a magazine on it. Where's it going to go? To the left. <laughs> and up. Up and to the left. <laughs> <laughs> that gun was ahead of its time, too, conceptually. With the mag that you twist it. So what are you guys thinking on this? Who won that one? That was Joe. Joe, what are now, you thinking? Just the mag. I'm going to... 20 bucks. Okay. John um, Maskin says 30. George Hay says 30. Okay. Gavin, what does Gavin think? Pika. 65 um, bucks. I'm, I'm going to say 40 even. Okay. Josh? I'm going to say 50. 17.95. It's just a 3D printed. Do me. Yeah. 3D printed do me. Matt, yeah, do we have a winning score? You can't justify that because someone just bought a shock to a headband for over 100 bucks. I know. I know. All right. Well, let us uh, let me give you something that uh, we haven't had on the show. This is going to be kind of silly. Okay. You don't have to worry about the picture because it doesn't show much. But it's an Angel A1 platform original paintball box with manual. Comes with everything but the gun. Just the box. What You're the hell? Buying the box, Gavin. You're buying box. the box. It's the box. What's in the box? It's not even a mystery box. This <laughs> one. it's empty. Is this one going to take the win for everybody, Matt? Yes. This can't be like one. Rolex boxes where the boxes are actually worth money. Apparently, well, I don't know. This guy's selling it, so it's got to be worth something. That's terrible logic. <laughs> well, the other guy it got 130 actually. bucks for whatever. and Yeah. yeah. So Devin Schwartz has $1. No, that's negative one dollar. Oh, negative one dollar. Zane Smith, forty-one bucks. You can ship it to me, but you have to ship a dollar with it. <laughs> Who goes? Roger Weaver says a dollar, and George Hayes says thirty-four. Yeah, let's go. Joe, what are you thinking? Um, nineteen dollars. I don't know what to think. Right. Elliot Darno says just the tip. I mean the box. Um, Gavin, or sorry, Josh, what are you thinking? Not a lot of bids, like um, high bids, anyways, in the in the live chat. Seven dollars. Okay, Gavin. Sasha says nine ninety nine. You said five dollars. It costs more to ship it. Oh, that's, that's a Brent Davis and Brent Davis money there. All right, Matt. All bids are in. This sold for thirty nine dollars. Someone actually bought this stupid. I mean, I guess if you own the gun, but I guess if you own the gun, box. Come on. I know I'm just trying to justify it. But if you own that gun and you didn't, clearly I'm gonna have to go to my recycling bin. There's money to be made. You know what? I have in my um in my garage, I have a curling black label box, like a beer box, just because I don't know what was in it. Probably old magazines from about the same time, but the date of manufacture is. I think nine or seven seventy four. So it's like 
46 years old. Yeah, it's the same age as like Corey was born in 19, Todd's wife or Corey was born in 1974. So think about that. Like that's a cardboard box, a beer box. How many of those are left kicking around really? Of yeah. that vintage. Okay, I like your defense. Buying, you're, you're defending that, not the fact that you're hoarding a box. Okay. People are buying $40 for an empty angel box. I'm sure there's some value to yours, Joe. There should be some value yeah. to mine. I, okay, I used to work at a nightclub for about 15 years, and I collected stuff, and I got mirrors from Crystal Blue and like Labatt, all kinds of nonsense. Matt used to work there. He knows what I'm talking about. This swag flew, flew like water, right? I kept these things for years old stubby Molson Canadian bottles that still had beer in it, unsealed, just kept them in boxes. And I looked at it one day and I, what the hell am I going to do with any of this stuff? And I pitched it all. And I guarantee half that stuff wasn't worth anything. You had Crystal? Uh, Crystal, yeah. I also had Red Dog. Remember Red Dog was a beer for a minute? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was so good it still exists now, right? No. Horrible. Yeah, so I, I just kind of pitched it. And you know what? For the five bucks, I may have won on one of the mirrors or something. It's not worth holding on to that crap. It's really not. So uh, to bring it around again, Joe yeah, yeah. won. Not That's again. Congratulations, Gavin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we should probably finish this up. Uh, Joe's already on Netflix already. And, no, I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm Googling Carling, vintage Carling Vacregal case box. God help us if that if he gets 20 bucks for that, it's going to open up Pandora's box. No pun yeah. intended. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you very much for watching. We're going to be live on Saturday night with a live show where you guys can join in. Um, we've also been putting those online as a podcast. So if you want to hear yourself, you can go back and download those as well. Uh, George Hay says he won. George, you're always a winner to us. Um, very good. And nice to, uh, and, and Chica Estrada I'm, I, says, wow, really? I like Chica Estrada's name. It's my new Edmond, Edmond Chong name. As far as ah, I'm concerned. Edmond, Edmond Chong. Yeah. Josh, thanks for being on the program, my friend. Oh, thank you for having me uh, in this Zoom call. <laughs> and uh, thanks to everyone who liked and shared. Uh, I know we say it all the time, but it actually does make a difference. And, of course, thank you to all of our sponsors for giving us something to do while we're stuck at home. Is this your first Zoom call this week? $29 <laughs> US. Nope. There you go. It's, it's about my third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you, Matt, for being on the program and uh, keeping us uh, on the straight and narrow. You know, I try, and I will not be seeing you on Saturday, but come Monday, I'll be working harder on my lightning round questions. <laughs> at about 28 right now. Nice. Did you get any from Exciting. tonight's show? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Guys, remember what happened tonight. Gavin Charmer from Terra Tech Industries. Uh, always wonderful to be here, Todd. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate your support. Uh, as Zuby said, make sure you hit that like and share button. Yeah. And if you are so inclined, my friends, uh, take a look at the sponsors who are listed on our page uh, and give them a like and share as well and uh, check out what new products are coming up. Yeah, 2020 yeah. season is rolling open slowly. Uh, support your local field, support our sponsors, uh, and let's get shooting each other safely. Uh, thanks, my friends. Matt, if you're looking for questions for the show, keep the words Eski and Chili Bin in for, uh, for questions. That is, what's the uh, Australian words for cooler? 
We learned that on Saturday night. And chili bin. I nearly lost it when I heard that. Um, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, guys and girls, for tuning in tonight. And um, when you're looking, we've been having an awful lot of calls and messages on the new Tipman Stormer Elite and the also the Planet Eclipse MG100. Lots of lots of keen interest and enthusiasm on those two shooters. So when we all emerge out of this COVID-19 bubble we're trapped in, uh, those are going to be some new markers that you're going to see on the field and people are going to be having a fine time going pew pew with them. Yeah, yeah. Until Saturday night, be well. And Josh, thanks for being on the show. You already said that. I know, but I wanted to make sure I got you. You live right. around the corner and I never see you anymore, you bugger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to our fine sponsors, GI Sports, Arabs Paintball, Ruthless Paintball Products, Altama, Exalt, Planet Eclipse, Enola Gay, uh, or EG as we like to call them these days, N Ninja Paintball, and DLX, the fine manufacturer of Lux Paintball Markers. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>